Coffee and Cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. On Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency TV, Andrew Rogers back in the seats, and uh, we'll be here for a good portion of time now that vacations have come and gone. Although, that was my coach. Apparently, we are going morning camp next week. (laughs) Never mind. I take that back. (laughs) So, things will get figured out, and uh, you may have another week of Ravi and I. Man, did I finally settle in? God, just get the kids back to school, man. Is is it that hard? Are you feeling dinged up at all? Yeah, yeah. Did you take your car over to Dingman's? Yeah. And how did I not know that? Because original – never mind. Never mind. (laughs) I'm not going to get into (laughs) it. Let me tell you about Dingman's Give Back program quickly here before we move on. Uh, Epic for Girls focuses on leveling the playing field for girls of color in sports. It's one of the things they really like to push over at Dingman's. And that Give Back program is something that you actually get to decide what you donate to. But – Dingman's does the donation. It's really cool how they give back to the community. Uh, Epic serves as the umbrella organization to amplify sports programming, call attention to the issues of inequity in sports, and address incidences of violence occurring in the world of youth girls sports in Omaha. Just one of the many Many programs that Dingman supports. Give them a shout the next time you have a problem with your card. That's Dingman's.com. Um, getting a lot of love from that previous segment uh, that we just had. We had uh-huh. uh, Sasha listening. We have our friends on YouTube also uh paying attention uh, apparently our cameras were on according to TK and uh, Amazing Daniel didn't want to. <laughs> this is what he says. This is this is Amazing Daniel at his finest right here. Don't remind the teacher to assign homework. That, that's what he says in response to the camera is still on. He's different. <laughs> he did probably jinx my garage, though. Yeah, and then I'll come over with some hinges. It's only going to it. take 15 I got the minutes. gator tool. Only going to take 15 minutes? Matt Rule's got plenty of gator tools in his bag as he, uh, as he uh, puts together what's happening this fall. Is there anything else that, you know, you took away from day one that really stood out to you from the stance that – Everybody at home couldn't get just because they heard the people speak. Being at practice and you were there for an extended length of time, is there anything that you took notice of that you can share without giving away? Yeah, I don't ever want to betray the, 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 the trust of being there. I think generally speaking, uh, there's a couple things. Number one, like the tempo, right? I, I, I think not wasting time. And the the combination of drills that go on at a time are, are I think, fascinating. I like the cross-training that they do positionally. And then I think it's a pretty good concept, right, because they've got two groups. They've got the older guys and the younger guys. And I like the philosophy of, of making sure that you don't miss anything because if you go – if you go everybody at once, you know, you, you run the risk of not getting the, the proper amount of reps while you're doing install. And I mm-hmm. think he needs enough young guys to supplement the, the playing time that y- you kind of have to do it this way. And it's a lot of teaching and a ton of in- instruction, and you have to, to repeat things. But as he'd say, it's good for the coaches too, right? You can't. You can't teach enough, according to him. So I like kind of the 
the ushering in of a couple of groups. And, and I'll say this. I'm not, uh, you know, I've fallen for the whole body type thing before. So sometimes I'm fairly dismissive. But this time for me, watching guys just be more trim and sleek is kind of what I care about. Because I said for a couple of years, at least, probably three, that I felt like Nebraska was too big, too cumbersome up front. You know, they were, they were you know, 12 to, mm-hmm. to 16 pounds on average, heavier than any other team in the Big Ten on the O-line and D-line. Especially on the D-line, which I didn't understand, right? I mean, but they just look they just look fit. They, they just really look trim. I saw Garrett Snodgrass yesterday, and, and uh, he's with the older guys. It was just good to see him getting reps and be healthy and, and kind of flying around. And I told him it sounded so corny. I mean, he's probably like, this guy's an absolute weirdo. But I was like, hey, Garrett. He's like, what's up, coach? I said, hey, man, I like the new muscles. He looked at me, and he was like, hey, thanks. Gave me a thumbs up. You know, it's just like, and I'm weird like that, right? <laughs> I like I like young people, and I'm kind of silly like that. But, I mean, he's just, like, yoked. And I just, I hadn't, I just hadn't seen it before on a lot of different guys. He, he looked fantastic. And, and, and guys that, just to hear Coach Rule talk about being in elite fitness, just, just being in elite shape. Uh, is something that I that I think is is pretty spectacular because I I tell our guys a ton. There's just something that invokes fear in other people when they never see you tired, right? Mm. Bud Crawford wears on yeah. you because he has elite level fitness. He's the same in the yeah, first talk round. About trim. He's the same in the first round as he is in the 11th round. You watch him on his stool. If you're even remotely paying any attention to him, you're like, man, this son of a gun could do this for another seven or eight rounds. Like, it just does something to you. You ever see guys that you, you know, we talk about power poses and stuff all the time at at practice where we don't want to see you bent over like we have these things that we do. And there's just something about being in elite level shape. And... That was kind of my 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 big takeaway. Hmm. So there was um there was something that I listened to at least what Henrich was saying about when he had to had to really rebound from his injury and looks like he, a completely different person. Long he, hair, goatee. Who he turned to, um, not only just his teammates but his faith in that time. Like he said, he got baptized, um, and that was like a real. Um, turning point for him in regards to his his bodily recovery and I'm curious because I know you've been injured before and you've had an injury that was long term Mm -hmm. I've never had a long-term injury um, at least not that I can really think back on like I played through a lot of injuries but I never had one that kept me out Mm -hmm. when you had your long-term injury if you feel like getting personal I feel like you know I'm going to ask you a question and I'll take heat for it later <laughs> Did you turn to anything during that time or turn, like, all, not just to I, to a certain person? Like, it doesn't have to be faith. Um, it doesn't have to be, hey, I turn toward, like. Yeah, faith, faith for sure was one. But 
So it happened a couple of times. And like, who was really there to help you through those times? So when I, so my first, actually, it was the same handful of guys. Um, one guy's kind of become infamous now with um, some legal troubles, but. So first was my trainer at Nebraska, a guy by the name of Doak Ostergaard. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm at practice yesterday with Trev, but um, he was kind of the guy that I learned to trust. I felt like he knew quite a bit. I didn't always know how much he cared about me, but I knew that he was good at his job, right? So that was one of those guys that had developed a reputation for he could fix it, right? He, Like he knew what like he was Like Bob do- the Builder. Yeah. And he always had these little inventions and stuff, and he's kind of on the cutting edge back then of of rehab and and how to make sure that that everything was in balance. And I think the other guy that I really, really trusted in, especially when I tore my groin, um, which was from the bone, was a guy by the name of Doug Anders. And when I elected to not have surgery – after I got back from Charlotte, uh, you know, he basically was just like, trust me. And he's like, I'm going to need 12 or 16 weeks, but, you know, let's try to not do the surgery. And I'd gone mm-hmm. to see the, the guys at Nebraska Orthopedic and Dr. Heiser and those guys. And I said, hey, there's no guarantee that you'll come back with the surgery. So, you know, they kind of left it open-ended. And I just remember... So you really relied on your trainers in those times. But it was people that I had relationships with because I felt like it was really important that um, I couldn't just be like a a number. Like you had to to be willing to invest. You know, when, when Caleb broke the bone in his back, I was very particular about the rehab because I, and I always say this about people like when they're hurt or professional athletes and stuff. And everybody always has these comments, right? Whether it's Kawhi Leonard or Kevin Durant or, um, you know, I remember Greg Lloyd went through a stretch where he was hurt with Pittsburgh. And I'm like, you guys don't have any idea how lonely rehab is. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's oh. a, it's a, it's a lonely kind of miserable. And that's kind of why I wanted to ask. Cause it's a, it's a lonely, miserable place. So if you're not, if, if with, without some goals or a support group, it's really, really hard. Because what about, like, other family members or teammates? See, I'm not good with that. I, I know this is surprising because I, I, I do love, you know, like the family component. But I didn't involve – I'm not very good – you know, I felt like – I don't want to involve anybody else in my problems, right? This this one's on me. I so that. I so I didn't want that burden on. You know, it's already Even though t- nobody would think that. No, you know, my I mom doesn't it. enjoy seeing me hurt, um, and certainly my dad was kind of a tough guy. So I didn't really involve them in the rehab process, and certainly not my siblings because only one lived here. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is pretty much gone. So. No, I was it's my trainers, man. Yeah, it is interesting how different people respond to injuries different it's, ways it's hard and, and, and it, how you need a greater power of some sort yeah, whether it, it's the it, trainers it, for it, you it, or it can faith sh- it or can sh- it can shake you to, to really stay strong and get you through those especially times. when you see other people get better and i like seeing nick Hemperich, nick henrich get over that hump it'll be really cool to see this year we'll take a break tony boone up next